That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Hello, everybody. This is Frank St. James, and I'll be on with Elizabeth, hopefully shortly. And uh, this is Let's Find Out. So um, I'm ready for your calls on this Halloween night, and we'll talk a little bit about um, Halloween and um, a lot of things that... um, Sometimes that uh, scare people, um, like they say, it's fear itself that can start uh, things sometimes in your home and and uh, when you can't explain it. And it's just a matter of calming down. And it's very interesting because Elizabeth and I have been doing uh, house hauntings for years. And uh, there's a lot of different variables in it. Sometimes 
it's a relative that's not so happy the way you're taking care of things. Hello? It's me. Elizabeth. Can you hear me? Frank, I can hear you, yes. Okay. Is Don there? I don't know. Did we start the show yet? Yes. Hello. I just opened it up a bit. Oh, uh, so everybody's listening to us. (laughs) And our wonderful technological problem. Hello, Frank. It's Halloween, and I think I just got ghosted or or something. Well, you never know anymore. Well, I, <laughs> I was so. just ta- I was just saying that we've done a lot of haunted houses, and there's so much different variables in it. Most of the time, people are just it's fear. They get yes. they listen to something, and and if it doesn't uh, cope with them, they they just go crazy. And um, I know. Remember that lady that we had to drive an hour to get to? Yes. And that was really something because that was total fear. Besides the fact that she and her husband were at odds and it really caused a problem. Oh, yes, it did. And there was one day where we were um, on our way and both of us, for some reason, um, there was a little bit of a traffic jam where I was coming up, but... uh, all of a sudden, I, w- I felt disoriented, and I was going all over the place. So it took a while to get back uh, to uh, to get together and, and get to yeah. the house. I remember that. I remember that. And that was ghost interference. Now, we have a special tonight. Everybody that's listening, if you want to talk to somebody on the other side, I said in my email to you, call Frank. And I want everybody to call if you want to talk to somebody to the other side. It's Halloween, and this is the night that the veil is the thinnest. And we do have a caller, Frank. We have Adida from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. All right. Hello. Hello. Hi. Let me just give out the number. Hi, it's Vida. Vida, Vida. Okay. And to call us, we're at 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. Frank, talk to Vida. Happy Halloween. Hi, and you happy too, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Do you have a question for us? Um, yes. Uh, we're talking to the other side. Yes, I have a question um, from uh, my mother. If she, uh, What her thoughts are of the move that I made recently to Windsor, Ontario? I'd like to know if, um, if it's good well, for Mom- me. Was that a good move? A mom went with you, and she's still a bit excited. She thought the move was a good one, and she's enjoying the new environment. And to let you know that, she feels okay. good with the move. And um, she wants you to know that she's doing well over there, and... Um, she said, no matter how long you're here, I guess it's 
you're still trying to get used to it. <laughs> she's laughing. And, and um, D- Vida, <laughs> she said something about pink. What are you thinking pink? of making a color to a room? Actually, I'm thinking of um, making my kitchen um, because the uh, the cupboards are like that, usually all kind of um, orangey brown, right? Oh, she's but saying to I'm trim it in of, pink, white and pink. I'm thinking of putting uh, white and pink sort of like uh, on a table or something like that, like incorporating it. Yeah, that mm. that's neat. So that's her yeah. message. She likes that. Frank, what else are you getting? I'm getting the color blue, kind of a, a light blue. Um, that for could one be of the laundry room. It's usually mm-hmm. a calming. Green? Yeah, Did green's good. Did, green's good, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm very new at this. I'm very new at this place. I don't know anyone or anything. Does she feel like I'm going to meet uh, some people here, I know that under the circumstances is still very challenging, but um, I think just, uh, um, this is what I'm feeling. She um, mm-hmm. she should take it slow. Um, she's going. Uh, she knows what you've been thinking, so she's been uh, kind of exploring the neighborhood and. Um, she said most of the people seem to be very cordial, so, you know. It's, Can you um, go out to walk, Vida? Can you walk a little bit outside? I, I do, as much as I can, yes. Yeah. Like in the you midday, a, she says between noon and three. Yeah. Do you have a dog yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I don't no. think... No, I don't. Um, I still have my place is still full of boxes everywhere, and I'm not <laughs> really settled in. And I'm having a little bit of challenges in trying to find, you know, uh, trade people, right? Oh, right. yeah, I know that problem. It took me two years to get my house on after I moved. But anyway, mm-hmm. good luck. You're going to have a lot of good changes, and I think you'll be pretty settled by the first of the year. I also see you at a... At some kind of a little house party for New Year's Eve, so it looks like you are going to be meeting somebody. Oh, okay, yeah, great! There seems to be a, a pretty friendly couple not too far from you. So um, yes, I I just got I keep getting a dog. Somebody's walking a dog, and and uh, yeah, if you go out walking, the, you'll see them. So be sure to and say you'll hello. Outside, and you'll make a comment, and they. Of course, everybody likes a good comment about their dog. <laughs> no, I do. No, but I do. And, and there are a lot of people here who do have dogs, and they are absolutely adorable. And yeah. I have been making comments uh, because they are really, truly adorable. Yeah, well, I are. think that's a way of that, that you're opening up uh, communication with them. And uh, so I don't, I don't feel like – I feel like within – uh, um, a month or so, and I'm almost feeling like I'm getting invited over somebody's uh, house for Thanksgiving. So um, I well, feel that. Would be nice. Well, we already had Thanksgiving. We already had Thanksgiving here in Canada. Yeah, you did. 
you so, had it yeah. but at the, uh, so at the eclipse the eclipse is the 19th but i do see you yeah. having something for uh well at least you're getting invited over and uh, there's some kind of situation with um you know inviting you over naturally most people do that and um yeah. and i feel i feel you made a good impression already you only been there a little bit but um oh you thank know, you you know, but you know, complimenting on their on their animals—that's always something to get a conversation. So anyway, oh, yeah. good luck to you, Vita, because we have other callers, and Thanks. it's very nice. Thank you for okay. calling. Let's find out. Okay, it was nice talking to you. Okay, have a great okay. Halloween. Bye bye. We have Evie Frank from New Jersey, and that's in Evie. your backyard. Her birthday is February twenty seventh. Hi, Evie. How are you? Hi, Elizabeth, and hi, Frank. Oh, we got three Pisces here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What can we do yeah, for you, Evie? February, Marchy. <laughs> what do you have for Frank? Okay, I wanted to find out, what can I do to soothe my 10-year-old grandson? Because in my house, there have been known Lots of spirits, especially Mr. Buckaloo, who used to own the house. Uh, he's an old-timer, and when I remodeled upstairs, he got a little angry, so I had to calm him down. Then, of course, I had my sister, my ne- nephew. What uh, are you asking nephew. about? My grandson. Does your grandson live with you? Yeah, yeah, but I have okay. two grandsons that live with me, one 16 and one 10. The and which one is upset, the 16-year-old? No, the 16-year-old always saw spirit or dead people. The 10-year-old now, he refused to, like, stay in the house by himself. And, like, I can drive the 16-year-old to school, which is down the Okay, block. okay, let me say He's something 16. to you, Evie. Don't leave him by himself if he's afraid. Don't right. leave him by himself. Okay. Make sure you don't for a while until he can oh, get stronger. Wow. Okay, that's what we've been doing. I've been taking him with me. Good, uh, good. He's like a little could. puppy. He's just yeah, he's just going, Frank, he's just going into his puberty years, and, and he's very, very sensitive. I think he's gifted. What do you think, Frank? I I feel he's I feel he's a bit gifted, but right now the fear is what's uh, and there's an older man that's trying to get a hold of him that seems to be bothering him in spirit. So um, bothering him, how helping him or hurting? No, he's haunting him. So I'm going to yeah. ask Frank, can you get rid of him? Can you ask him to leave him alone, Frank? Um. I can give you a, an idea what to do, and that is, um, do you know any people around there that are, uh, I know you said you, yeah, but do you know anybody that is uh, psychic around there? Right. Yes, I anybody do. Anybody that reads cards or anything? Yes, I do. See, I'm, I'm kind of different. I can do both. I can communicate with the other side right now i'm i'm uh trying to get a hold of this um i'm going to try and get a hold 
of this person and have them to back off and leave the kid alone. Evie, right what now. town are you in in New Jersey? North Brunswick. Down right to Rutgers. Rutgers University. North New Brunswick? Yeah, I'm in that area. Okay. So, Frank, that's where to focus on. Evie, he'll be working that offline. I really yeah. appreciate your calling off. Let's find out. And please keep in touch. Your son will you start wanna, feeling better. Okay. You want to call me? I'm in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Give him the yeah. number, Frank. Okay. okay. So, so my number is 8... You know, you're calling on. Uh-huh. Right. Eight what? It's 862-684-1904. Okay. And you can and call any time, and oh, okay. we'll set up, uh, we'll set up a, a, a reading, and I'll go after who's ever bothering him. Very good. Okay, Frank. Thank you for calling, Evie. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye. Frank, Bye-bye. we have Jenny from L.A., California, and her birthday is January 17th. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Hey, I'm fine, Elizabeth. Thank you, Frank. I'm Welcome for Let's Find you Out. Might be able to... Thank you. I'm We're having a party tonight. <laughs> We're having a spirit <laughs> yeah. party tonight. What is your question for Frank? I'm just hoping Frank might be able to reach my father. What's his name? Ezekiel Luna. And when did he pass? Can I ask you that? Yes, it's already good grief. Been about 11 years. It was um, 11 years? The 5th well, of May, 2011. Was, did he get emotional or did you get emotional when, you're, when you well, feel... Huh? I get very emotional. My dad raised me by himself, and he was a wonderful dad. All right. Here's the problem. It's um, when you're trying to contact a person, and you're, you get emotional about it, which, you know, I mean, come on, everybody does. Then the other person is going to get emotional, and nothing happens. The best thing you can do is send out a... Uh, message that you would like some kind of contact with him and leave it alone. And, and you'll either get something to a dream or, or uh, it's when you're not thinking about him. And uh, so this emotion really breaks the contact because you both get emotion is very high, you know, very hard. And you can to... you can ask him to join you in your dreams when you're going to sleep. Please join me in my dreams tonight. Call yeah. him by name and see what happens. See, I, oh, I, I can feel him. I can feel him when when he's gonna in a dream. You'll probably see a side view of him. He's not going to be talking, talking, but you'll get the message. There's a uh, silent message that you will get. You know, it'd be nice if they faced us like on the computer or something, but it doesn't happen <laughs> that way. But uh, you'll get you'll get it soon. Uh, once you talk okay, to me, I'll, I'll I'll make contact. And Jenny, thanks for calling. Let's find out. We have to go on to You're Donna. So Donna's from Pennsylvania, and her birthday is September sixth. Hi, Donna. Hi. Where are you in Pennsylvania? 
I'm in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's that's where I used to live in Chalfon. Yes, I went to some of your things actually. And, oh, uh, great! So, so I heard. Frank, have you met Frank? Frank's been, was at all my psychic fairs. No, I don't think I met him. Uh, I I didn't go to the psychic fairs. I went to the things that you held at Circle oh, of Miracles. Yeah. Or, oh. uh, yeah, mostly yeah. that stuff. The James Lawrence. I did Laura go to House. some of your fairs, though. Yeah, some of the, oh, yeah, I did go to some of those. So, um, uh, what I do you have not, for Frank tonight? Um, so, what's your hello, question, Frank. Donna? So, well, you did answer one of them when you told, when you mentioned about how when you're emotional, you don't, yes. you can't connect. Now, that answered a lot of questions, but I do have another question. Sure. Where, When someone passes over, do they, do you think they see all the other people that have passed over? Um, it takes time. Um, uh, recently, I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, uh, people have contacted me and lost somebody right away. And they didn't come through. Uh, they were still um, going through a process. So it takes a bit. Sometimes people will show up. Sometimes they'll show up before they pass. You know, like they're in uh, they're in bed, and um, they might tell you that they feel so and so around them. Uh, so don't worry. These people will come through eventually. And um, you'll pass. But Donna, didn't you want to know if the person passing sees their relatives when they get exactly. through the veil? Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they and will. And that can be. There's three different ways to do it. And when you see your family and relatives, it means you, that you're going to have another lifetime. And that's wonderful. And you do see them, and they do help you on the other side. But not all of them, because you're at different vibration levels. So the ones that uh-huh. they were the closest to in the family is who they'll be with. Right, Frank? Right. And this is very important. They don't take, they don't take their problem with them. If they had cancer, it stays here. It's organic. They don't take anything organic with them. No, they just take their character. So they're at peace, and they're going to take, they'll take time, and you just keep trying to contact them and find out, you know, in your own way. And I do have another um, question is the vibration of the person who left is what I feel now is like it's like it's like an angel person, a version of them. It's not quite right. like them. It's called so their I'm blessed thinking, higher making... self. Uh, Donna, it's called their blessed higher self. It is actually their soul, and they drop the body, so they drop the earthly presence here, although they can always come to you in time of need. Uh, so if you feel an angelic, it means he's going to higher levels and he's getting trained to start mm-hmm. his life again. I think that's really great. Oh, okay. The, okay cause... the other thing is, when they, that means that you got a, you're going to have a strong connection. That's yeah. why they're, they're going to stay around you because they feel safe. Because the I'm angel, writing a book angelic. About this. 
I'm writing a book about this that's coming out in a couple of months. It's called Mysteries Revealed, and there'll be a chapter, and it'll explain the whole thing. Oh, well, I'll have to look into that. Um, yeah, because I do feel, I, I mean, I actually think he moved my keys, like, in the house, because I lost did. two sets of keys, and then mm. I found them. As soon as I wasn't, and I was like, well, that's so weird. You know, they were right there. Well, I think he's, he's helping and actually moving things, but the vibration is so different that I didn't know it was him. Like, it didn't, like, I felt like it was him, but then it didn't feel like him because it was just no, so. You're just doubting yourself. You're not used to it. He's, he's going to be with you until yeah. it takes a, it's a process. It's a process, but he got very strong vibes, you know. Um, are there any others with me? Because I feel like a lot of no, people we can't, are with We can't me. do all this tonight. You had your question, oh, okay. but I really thank you for calling us. I've got a lineup of people. Thank you for calling okay, us. Find thank out. You and then so you much. and Frank can talk out offline. Oh, I've got Killy okay. from Alabama. Hello, Killy. She's February 8th. Are you there, Killy? Yes, ma'am. Hey, Miss Joyce. Hey, Frank. Happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. Thank you for waiting so long. What is your question for fine. Frank? I just wanted to know if um, I live on a farm and I've had a I've had a lot of animals to cross over, and um, some of it actually it's kind of a two part question. I have a problem with uh, negligent and reckless drivers in front of my house, and uh, so that's part of the reason why some have gone. And um, I've got one issue going on right now that's very concerning to me. But I just wanted to know basically kind of what Frank picked up picks up on because I feel like my house is full of animals. You know how well, when someone uh, passes, your house feels well, empty? My house feels full, very full. Well, well, you've always been very kind to animals, and their spirit stays with you. You know, Native Americans, um, they're dogs. When they passed, they they did a ritual to make sure that the dog spirit was with them because they were worried about uh, evil spirits and the dogs would chase them off. And um, but uh, in your situation where you've had a lot of animals, no matter what happened to them, unfortunately, they're going to be around you because you're the person that took care of them. It's weird that you say that because I feel like my dog is still guarding me. Um, oh, yeah. And three of my great-grandparents are actually 100% Native American, so that no, may be where wonderful. I get that from. Oh, yeah, I had that with my grandmother. It's very special. It gives the, the whole house a very balanced feeling of love and acceptance, doesn't it? Yes. I had, so they I had uh, just to tell you something, I had one time I was sitting alone in my living room and every animal I ever had sat in front of me and I started petting him. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> saw me do that, they would say, what a nut. <laughs> <laughs> That's that beautiful. True. That, that really is beautiful. I do that, Frank. I feel like that too, but I, got, I have to tell you. Because of COVID, my last dog was not up on his vaccination. Um, he was yeah. hit by a reckless driver, and he oh. bit me because he was in so much pain. And uh -huh. 
when I took him to the vet, I had to also go to the doctor while he was there. And, of course, he passed because he wasn't up on his vaccinations. They actually had to, I'm sorry about this, this is kind of graphic, they had to decapitate him and send his head to be tested in a different part of the state. Yeah. So for two well, weeks, I was on the phone trying to do the business Well, that's part scientific of it. research. <clears throat> but anyway, thank you for I calling. Know. Let's find out. And we have to move on. Happy Halloween, Kelly. Sorry. Happy Halloween. Now we have <laughs> Deb from New York. How are you, Deb? February 1st. Oh, hi. Um, I'm, hi, I'm on Deb. Speaker. Thank you for having Is that okay? Excuse me. Hi. Hi. I, I'm a speaker. Let me get it off. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. What Good. have you got for Frank tonight? Well, Frank, I wanted to know if any of my relatives um, feel that I'm going to be able to find a, a new place um, by Thanksgiving to live. Um, I don't feel like by, uh, uh, but it's going to be around that within a week or two of Thanksgiving that I feel after positive the eclipse, around After that. the eclipse, Abby. There's two eclipses. I think it's going to be the second week in December. Oh, it's very important because um, the place where I am, they need me to leave because their family is coming. Uh-huh. And it's been such a scramble. Well, um, it's going to be perfect. You'll be perfect. You're always taken well, care of. I I, oh. I feel I feel a phone call uh, coming in. You've been uh, um, and not too far from where you are. So I, I appreciate feel... that. I need to be nearby for my doctors and everything. Right. Have you, have you gone gonna... to the to the church and asked for help? Um, I have in the past, but I haven't recently. No. I think you need to ask the minister if he can help you. That's how I found my uncle housing. So that might help you. Are you in the city? I'm just outside of the city. I'm I'm a little bit up north um, on the Westchester border. Listen, it'll be within two or three weeks, but it will be a phone call. I would get, like Elizabeth said, get a hold of the church, too. And uh, but there'll be somebody you know, and they'll they'll be able to um, help you out as far as you move. Okay. Thank you. I feel so much better about that. Is God there, bless is you. There, Thank Debbie, you. is there something called Keys Crossing or something crossing up where you live? Um, I'm from actually from Manhattan. I don't know every town up here. Yeah. So okay. there could be. I was just hearing that, that, so that's just a signal for you. Anyway, thank you for calling. Let's find out. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and I'm on with Frank tonight, and we're having a Halloween party, and we're asking you all to call in and talk about whether you've seen a ghost or you want to talk to a ghost or somebody on the other side. Our number to call is 888-627-6008. And Frank and I will be back after these messages. We're a little late, but here we go. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of November 1st through November 7th, 2021. November holds a series of eclipses in Taurus and or Scorpio that we have not had on the planet this energy since 2014. 
it will give us a hint of exactly what's coming in 2022. So be ready, reflect back to 2014, and see what was going on with you then. As November opens, Mercury is in Libra, and it trines Jupiter in Aquarius, which is exact on November 1st, and squares Pluto in Capricorn, which is exact on November 2nd. Of course, that's Election Day. I know there's a few small elections on November 2nd, but expect to have quite an upset in many, many areas throughout the United States. Pluto's position corresponds to the energy of the last conjunction in Jupiter, and this happened on April 5th, 2020. Now, that was the beginning of the COVID crisis. So a lot of you can remember what happened in April. I know that they closed down foreign travel and any domestic flights for quite a while at that time. It was the first great COVID wave and its corresponding restrictions on social life, which, of course, have grown since then. The planet Mercury's present contacts with two planets indicates a period of critical processing about what's been going on for the past 18 months or two years. With the November 4th Scorpio new moon in opposition to Uranus and Taurus, uncomfortable questions are now surfacing and they will be almost impossible to ignore. A lot of the questions have not been allowed to be asked or have not been answered. Now is the time to fess up. Mercury enters Scorpio on November 5th and makes a conjunction with Mars on November 10th and squares Saturn in Aquarius on the same day. Then on November 11th, which is Veterans Day, Mars forms a square to Saturn as well. And this can mean wars and rumors of wars and talking about wars. Mars and Saturn along with the moon is always something to do with wars, combat, and aggression. During these days, the moon could become quite spiteful, especially in the political arena. To Uranus on November 13th, new information and surprising findings could find and create a very smoldering conflict. So there seems to be some struggles going on that are going to get a little heavy in November. I'm not surprised. It's about time. With the Sun squaring Jupiter and Venus squaring Chiron and the Moon on November 15th, compromises will have to be made that are unlikely happy for everyone, and they're not going to be satisfying in the beginning. But the compromises have to be made anyway. Watch out this week. Watch out. Be careful. Watch out for two Jupiter and the Moon in Pluto, because gullibility abounds. And you can be very much be taken advantage of with this T-square between the moon and Venus and compromising love relationships. So be careful with the people that you do love as well as your close intimate partners. You can believe something that simply is off the wall. It will be easy to fall for flattery and be groomed by the narcissist or sociopath who will come back to haunt you later in the week as well as possibly hurt you. Heads up, people. It will be very hard to know who to trust this week. Others may be colluding with people at the top without your knowing it. There's a square between Mercury and Pluto on Tuesday. Be careful of competitive colleagues, as well as those who will be gossiping behind your back. 
They may even present your ideas to the higher-ups, the bosses, and upper management. And if you begin to feel suspicious, please trust your instincts and keep things close to the heart this week. The silver-tongued devil abounds on Wednesday with the moon conjuncting smooth-talking Mercury in Libra while trining Jupiter and squaring Pluto. Pluto is the culprit here. It will be easy for words to be used to undermine the successes of others or to exploit them for one's own means. That's called gaslighting, and it's not very pleasant. On Thursday, the moon conjuncts social climbing Mars and squares Saturn shortly before the new moon opposes Uranus. This brings an aura of ruthless behavior and ambition in the air, and it can pull the rug out from anyone who has grown very complacent with their security. Don't count on anything. Guard your back. Use meditation and white light protection to help you through the week. Luckily, a sense of cooperation returns on Saturday with an amicable sextile between Mercury and Venus. Be sure to put up a definitive and strong boundary line, especially with white light, with your working environment as we approach the weekend. And enjoy an uplifting time, relaxing time, with your friends and close intimate partnerships on the weekend. We're preparing for Thanksgiving. And the holidays are beginning soon. There's a lot to do, so get ready and enjoy. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening. Happy Halloween, and better yet, happy All Saints Day. Keep that white light coming in, and I'll see you next time. See you next time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce and Frank St. James. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's healing tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. An honored guest come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 
six zero zero eight. Again, that's triple eight six two seven six zero zero eight. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS Radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. I was walking in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a near sight. For my monster from the slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He caught on like a flash. He did the monster match from my laboratory in the Released through the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The crews all came from their humble abode to get a chode from my electrodes. They did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on like a flash. They did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. Party had just begun. Yes, included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking all well, digging sounds. Bigger one chained back by his baying hounds. The coffin baggers were about to arrive with their vocal group. The clip kicker pie. They did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on like a flash. It did the monster match. Out from his coffin, Black's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to the Transylvania twist? It's now the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on like a flash. It's now the monster match. Now everything's cool, Dex a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them Wallace sent you. And you can match. And you can monster match. And to my graveyard smash. Catch on in a flash And you can monster mash Hi, it's Elizabeth Joyce, and happy Halloween to everybody. That was The Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett. It was recorded in 1962. 1962, I had a one-year-old son, but boy, did my kids love that song on Halloween. It's really, it really is a classic. 
Um, my guest tonight is Frank St. James, and Frank is telling people about who is visiting them from the other side. If you want to call in, we're at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. So give us a call. Frank, how are you? Did you love that song? Yes, and actually, when I was singing professionally, I sang that song when it was new. (laughs) It's a great song. It is a great song, and it's so wonderful on Halloween. You know, I want you people to know that we're at the um, lowest part of the veil. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. We're at the, the veil is very narrow, and you really can pierce it. If you do some meditations tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow is All Saints Day. And of course, tomorrow is when we um, raise up. Halloween is the Day of the Dead. But tomorrow, we are definitely going to have um, a time to find out how high you can raise your vibration. And you really can raise your vibration very, very much. If you, what I like to do is to get a white candle, look into the flame of the candle and look into it for a little bit, stare at it, and then look up on the wall and you'll see pictures. You'll see, you'll see a light and you'll see red and green and then some pictures. That's called scrying. And it's very, very interesting. And you can call on whoever you're missing on the other side and create a conversation. Have you ever done that, Frank? No, I haven't. No. It's really fun. I I learned it from my first teacher. Her name was Meg Setner, and she was pretty um, special. So I wanted to tell people how to do that. Hmm. And tell me about a ghost story. Tell me a ghost story, Frank. Well, I've got quite a few of them. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think now which one, um, but um, hmm. a short one. I, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Well, you know um, what? Let's take the calls first, and then you can think about it. We'll come back to that. Okay. How's that? Sure. Okay, because sure. we have Julie from North Carolina, born on September 9th. Julie, are you from North Carolina? Uh, yes, ma'am, I am. Hi, how are you? Thank you for calling. Let's find out. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And how are you? Great. Um, so what do you have for Frank? Okay, Frank. Um, I, this is just feelings I've been getting lately um, concerning my mother. I feel like um, she's sad and she feels hurt about something. Um, now, am I right uh, in feeling that way? Um you know, she's she's on the other side, you know. Give him a um, Why would she feel sad? What What's your first impression? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I was asking you. I, I, I sense that she feels a sadness about something. Well, um, hmm. she's... Um, the only thing she goes through emotional uh, things and... Um, and some days um, they're great, you know, they feel really good. And other times she's feeling that she wish she was back. And that's what I'm getting from her. 
Um, there's nothing that um, I'm feeling around her. And believe me, I've been doing this over 50 years, so I know. Um, there's nothing really negative, but uh, she feels she would like to be in contact with more of a family sometimes. You know, so she goes through emotional things here and there. But otherwise, she's she seems to be okay, and uh, I wouldn't worry. You know, it, it's a it's a normal thing to go through. And I and what I felt, Julie, was that she's very sad at the way the world is going today, because there's so much going on, and people are fighting, and there's lots of hate, and you know, unresolved anger. And I think she's very sad that you are living through this difficult time. That's what I was feeling. Yeah, um, I have a feeling maybe I might be going to the other side uh, eventually within the next few years. Maybe she's sad about that. I don't know. Well, no. she'll be there for no, you. No, no. No, I don't no. think it's that. No, that's I, I, I not think it. It's more, more of the vibrations. Don't forget, she's a real person. She's a real spirit, and um, she's going to go through um, just like she was over here. Sometimes she was feeling great, and other times she got worried, and sometimes she was sad. And uh, spirit lives on, believe me. And and um, sometimes, you know, um, I wish certain people were with me, but I could feel them, actually, their energy, wishing they were over here, too. But um, that's a normal thing. That's a normal thing. I wouldn't worry. Does she have a message for me? Um, I heard, don't take me too serious. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Well, what does it mean sometimes when you hear your parents calling you that they're past, but you can hear them call your name? Um, I get that. I get that once in a while, um, and um, it's a little breakthrough. Uh, my brother passed a few years ago. A month after he passed, the phone rang, my uh, cell phone, and it was a lot of static. And then um, I shut it off. And then it rang again, and it said, this is Dennis. And it was very clear. Mm. So sometimes you do get that, uh, you can hear that voice. It's very short, though, um, you know. I mean, sometimes in the morning, did you ever hear your voice, uh, somebody call out to you, you know? Yeah, um, when I was waking up from my nap, I could hear my father calling my name. And the thing was, he called me by my nickname. Yeah. In the spiritual teachings, it teaches that if your father calls your name, he's reminding you that he's here to help you through a difficult time in your life. If your mother calls your name, then she's calling you to remind you how much you're loved. Well, that's, that's wonderful. In the, in the spiritual realm, uh, you know, when you take spiritual classes. Well, don't worry about it because nobody's hurting here. And, and like those things that happen, it's kind of a phenomena, you know. I've, I've heard it uh, in my lifetime a few times. Um, I'd probably like to hear it a little more because I'm trying to figure out uh, exactly who said that. 
<laughs> well, Julie, thank you for calling. Let's find out. And uh, happy okay, well, Halloween. Christine you thank you. is here from Bye. Connecticut. Christine, I think we spoke to you before July 21st. Are you That's here? Correct, yes. Mm, how are you? Good. Did you have a question for Frank? Yes. Um, once upon a time, it, it happened a few years uh, back. I was on the phone, and um, I heard the voice of my uncle who had passed um, uh, uh, calling Jesus, Jesus. Oh, that's interesting. And, yeah, and, uh, and I don't know if it was my imagination or it really happened. Um, can you... Can you tell me something about it? <laughs> well, I think at the time, I feel at the time um, that your uncle was going through a uh, um, a spiritual change. He was probably um, looking for uh, God and Jesus, and they come through naturally. They do, but it's. Um, I just felt like he. He needed to hear something, you know, that was more tangible. But um, I don't feel that problem with him. I think there was there was a problem for a little while, and he seemed to have uh, uh, calmed down on that, you know. So he got some kind of a message that that um, satisfied him. So, but I don't. I don't feel him going through anything like that anymore. Well, I think he was going through ascension, uh, Christine. Usually when they call for Jesus, it means that they've been waiting to be lifted up to a higher vibration. And I think it's beautiful. And I think maybe you were being told uh, so that you could have more comfort for yourself. Uh, That was my perception because um, actually he was a priest. He was a Catholic priest, Mm -hmm. and he passed, and um, we we were not very, very close, but um, anyway, he was very present during my childhood. Let me ask you something. Did you say a couple prayers after that for him? Yes, I did. And I think that's that was the turning point that he felt comfortable. He finally felt comfortable. I think he was looking for too much, and uh, well, he was looking for comfort, and he got it from you, Christine. And that's that's a yeah. very that's a divine thing. The greatest thing we can do, besides putting a smile on the face of another human being, is to help them cross. That is very sacred and very special. And we do mm-hmm. it. The nurses do it in the hospital. Or we do it in our prayers when we hear um, when we hear about or we think about our wonderful ancestors. Usually, when you're thinking about your ancestor, they're in your presence. Remember that when you think when you think you're hearing about your grandmother or your father or your mother, they are in your presence. Even though you may be thinking of them, you don't realize that they're right there. So there you go. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think I was blessed. Yes, you um, were. Some, some other uh, quick question. I'm very drawn to uh, look at p- 
property in in oh, no, looking at houses. Oh no, you're not asking. You're not asking a question only about Halloween. Okay. Okay. If you want a reading, you can have one on offline with Frank or me, and his number is eight six two six eight four nineteen zero four. And thank okay. you for calling, Christine. Thank you for listening to our show. Thank I know you. you're Bye-bye. a good listener. We appreciate it. Well, Frank, we're at the end of the show. We've gone a little oh. over time, but that's okay. This has been a great night. It was a great party, wasn't it? It was. It was. And uh, we had some really good questions tonight. I and know. That's, a, that's another thing. And um, I just want to tell people I'm available for readings 24-7. So um, it's... Call uh, the number eight, and leave a message, right? Yeah. If I'm... I'm always I'm always around. Believe me, I got plenty of time to do a, a lot of things. We uh, I work with Elizabeth, so if you can't get a hold of me right away, call Elizabeth, and Elizabeth will get a hold. But uh, we work number, together. Our my twenty four hour answering service is two zero one nine three four eight nine eight six, and you just leave a message, and one of my staff will call you back. Now, give your number out one more time, please, Frank. It's 862-684-1904. Great. So we're at the end of the show, and Frank will be back in a couple of weeks. It's time to get ready for the meditation because we're still going to have it. And I will tell you that the song that's coming is called Mr. Nobody. And I picked it because it's Halloween. It's by William Vitalis. It's really a song about Jesus. I think you'll love it. It's a song about spirit. Mr. Nobody's back in town. And then we'll have the meditation. And then we're going to close out with a very special high vibration song by Richard Schulman. It's called The Tree of Life. And the tree of life starts with the seed, the birth, going through our lifetime with our experiences, transiting into, into death and going into our wonderful angelic beings, light beings. So enjoy it. Again, happy Halloween. Tomorrow is All Saints Day. Don't forget to do your meditations tomorrow because they will be very strong for you. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. Thank you for joining us tonight and good night. Mr. Nobody's back in town I'm so glad there's no one else around Even if they were, what would they see? Two empty coats floating down the street A couple pairs of shoes and nobody's feet Out for a Sunday stroll, Mr. Nobody and me zeros and you haven't got a thing Take them all away and you've still got everything Win or lose There's nothing to fear Nobody is here Though he can't be seen Just goes to show us all Things aren't what they seem 
Mr. Nobody's here Humming nothings in my ear It's easy come and easy go Cause Mr. Nobody knows how to run this show And there isn't anything I need to know Space to move and time to breathe When all the somebodies get up and leave Ah, what a relief it is just to be Sitting in this sandbox and whistling is fine Dream up a universe just to spend your dime But stay out of trouble and remember what I say All is said and done and there's nothing else to be If you want to have some fun, we'll be a nobody Trying to be somebody can ruin your whole day It's easy come and easy go Cause Mr. Nobody knows how to run the show And there isn't anything I need to know Space to move and time to breathe When all the somebodies get up and leave Ah, what a relief it is just to be The best thing in life really is for free What a great time together, one big nobody Win or lose, there's nothing to fear Nowhere to go, nothing to see Just sit back and enjoy the company Mr. Nobody's right here Humming nothings in my ear Nobody's right here Humming nothings in my ear Nobody's right here He'll wipe away every tear Cause nobody knows you and me Like our friend Mr. Nobody Nobody knows you and me Like our friend Mr. Nobody mm. Welcome home Mr. Nobody Not alone, Mr. Nobody. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time for our nightly meditation. Tonight, we are creating union, which of course is the essence of human relationships. Please sit in a straight back chair with your feet uncrossed and flat on the floor. Or you can lie down on your bed with your feet out straight and uncrossed. Or sit in the lotus position if you desire. Take a deep breath and clear your mind. Take another deep breath and clear your mind again. 
one more time, clearing your mind. Now let's bring down the ring of fire. That's a ring, like a Christmas wreath, that you bring down over the top of your head, your neck, your shoulders, your body, your hips, your thighs, your legs, and your feet, and you throw it down into the ground. So let's do the ring of fire. Bring the ring of fire down over your body, taking a deep breath, and release it into the ground. Allow the fire to remove any and all negativity around you at this time. Take another breath. Let's do another ring of fire. Bring it down over the body and down into the ground. One more time. Take a deep breath. Bring that ring of fire down over your body. Let it remove all negativity. Feel it burning away as you get into a place of peace and throw it down into the ground. Release the breath. Allow yourself to go back to normal breathing. Creating union can help you achieve vibrant partnerships of fearless loving and mutual self-fulfillment. It provides the ingredients to go into the deeper meaning of an inevitable relationship. It also helps you with relationship difficulties. With a wise and gentle voice, your inner guides and angels will guide you in resolving difficulties while compassionately answering practical questions about sexuality, spirituality, divorce, separation, fear of intimacy, creating mutuality, and how to keep the spark alive in long-term relationships. Creating union is a basic primer for all of our relationships. It helps with empathy and gives you great clarity on the way back home to union. Knowing how to create union is a sweet and powerful treasure. Though the word unconscious is widely used these days, most of us cannot quite grasp what it means to have a vast reservoir of feelings and thoughts whose contents are ordinarily not accessible to us. This would not matter if the inaccessible material did not have an influence on our view of the world, our behavior, and our entire life. But it does, with a vengeance. We are going through a time as we enter the new decade of difficulties, our past coming up to haunt us, and we need to take a sharp look at our thought system and how we react to the world around us. Therefore, it is crucial to allow the unconscious material to come to the surface to learn the secrets of our souls that we have kept hidden even from ourselves. Take a deep breath and see yourself dropping away any judgments, preconceived notions, desires, and outcomes. Feel yourself floating in the white light of the heart center. Feel that white gold light fill you now. And allow 
Tell your guides that you allow and accept that which comes your way because you know you are protected. You know that you're a child of God and that you are never alone. Take a deep breath. From the perspective of a higher consciousness, a broad vista of human life can open up to you. We see various regions of our souls, those which are healthy and whole and those which are flawed. The spiritual and emotional quagmires where our unfulfilling relationships have their seeds. Sometimes these seeds open and sprout because it's a part of the soul that we need to eliminate. We learn with amazement that we really know what we really feel what we really wish, what we think or need. Childish, half-formed presumptions, confused feelings, unjustified fears and guilts, self-punishment patterns come to the surface when we are finally willing to find out who we are and how we function as love partners as well as friends. Most of our problems have common roots because we are all humans which is encouraging to know as we set out on this quest to find our specific inner twists and knots. Energy healing is the answer for many. Energy healing helps you to go into past lives and perhaps see the root of the problem, or just to clear whatever is blocking your feelings of loving, close relationships. To heal our own soul is always our first task, but this does not mean that we have to wait to engage in a relationship until we are in full harmony with ourselves. That's a lifetime of work. Life is to be lived, but with a greater, wider consciousness. Our relationships will improve accordingly as we expand our heart center and allow ourselves to blend, meld, and accept other people into our world. There are various ways to coach unconscious vital material out of hiding. One is through meticulous, open-minded, non-judgmental self-observance. Meditation is unsurpassed in leading to the truth seeker into the labyrinth of his or her infantile world. Remember when you were three or four years old, in that infantile world, you drew a lot of conclusions and made a lot of assumptions that still are working with you now. Going in deep to your inner being, finding these erosions of the soul, and eradicating them is key to raising your vibration and coming up into a peaceful, non-judgmental, loving, tolerant, and compassionate world. This is an inner journey. And may this meditation pave the way home to the God self of your center. This can be the greatest adventure of your life as you come from isolation into fearless loving. Are you ready? Are you ready to begin? 
Are you ready to expand your meditations into that which is necessary and do the work that needs to be done so that you can raise your consciousness and embrace the state of being, love, peace, and harmony? Say that you are right now. Tell your inner guides that you're ready to open your heart, mind, and being to the fulfillment of love, peace, and harmony. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Feel the strength of spirit entering into your center as you remember, I know who I am, I know what I am, and I know how I serve. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Now allow yourself to float. As you listen to William Vitalis, tell us about the hour of blue. And we are definitely at the hour. Hopefully, it will be your hour of blue.